Welcome to Simply Happy, a show where you'll be learning how to shift to a more positive perspective in easy-to-manage steps. Who am I? My name's Olivia. I'm a mother, a wife, the driven woman behind SimplyOli.com, and someone who ditched depression and bipolar disorder through mastering my mindset and emotions. So let's chat about some tips that have helped transform my life, because life doesn't need to look perfect to be happy. Hey there, what's up? It's your girl Olivia coming at you with the steps you need to take to up-level your mental health game because it's really important. Yeah, yeah, so important, I'm gonna sing it. So, in today's episode, we are talking about how to break the habit of self-harm. And I know self-harm is, is, how do I even put this? It's not that it's a sensitive topic, but... You know, nobody nobody wants to acknowledge um, that this is happening with people. It's it's just one of those things where it's like, how do I how do you handle that? I don't know. Um, so we're gonna tackle it today. We are gonna talk about some ways. Um, what it you know, honestly, what it looks like, what it can look like, um, and then how to start redirecting it. How do we start getting away from it? But before we dive in, I do want to encourage you that if you have not already, I I do I do have a book out there in the world. Yes, I do. And and it's called Back to Happy. It is available on through my website, um coaching.simplyali.com and also on Amazon. If you go on Amazon, I suggest you search Simply Happy or not Simply Happy. That's the name of this podcast. Ha! Back to happy. Oh my gosh. Olivia Ryman. That's what I suggest you search so that I pop up real easy for you on Amazon. But basically, um, it's a great book. It's, I walk you through the four, four quintessential things to get you on the track back to happy. And there's places in it for you to write. It's very actionable. Um, it's about, I don't even know how many pages is it? Like a hundred something? thing 130 40 something I don't know but um so it's it's a really easy book to get through um first chapter which is perfect for what we're talking about in this episode but the first chapter is all about self-love and then talk about gratitude and all all of the things I'm just gonna let you go look go check it out I'm not no spoilers no spoiler alerts (laughs) Anyway, so yes, I hope you go check that out. Um, it's only twenty dollars, which is it's just not a lot for a book. So yeah, that's it. That's all. That's all I got. It's called Back to Happy. It has pretty yellow flowers on it. It's lovely. Anyway, so we're gonna talk about self harm. Now I I have plenty plenty of experience uh, with this one in many many shapes and sizes. Um, and you know what? I don't know if you want me to go into this, but maybe I'll go ahead and let you know what kind of self-harm um, I had going for myself. That sounded weird. Um, but basically, I would um, not just... Uh, I wouldn't cut with razor blades or anything like that. I, this is about to get like dark, and I'm sorry, but if you're listening to this episode, then you probably know. So, like, trigger, trigger warning. That's a thing people do. So, um, but yes, I would, um, punch myself, 
until I bruised, I punched myself in the face. I would, I, I refer to it as self-mutilating to where I would take uh, like dull, semi-sharp, dull objects um, and just scrape at my skin until I could dig a hole. I would burn myself with erasers. I had smashed my head into walls. Um, I had a punching bag, but I would literally punch it until my knuckles bled. So that's why I want to talk about the different forms um, that self-harm can come in because it isn't always the standard, you know, razor razor blade and cutting your wrists type um, self-harm. That's what, you know, that's what we've all come to come to know um, as like the symbol of self-harm, but it comes in so many different forms. So one of the first is I 100% count um, not only any kind of physical harm, like I said, punching, um, hitting, cutting, mutilating, whatever, that kind of stuff, but also mental abuse. And that that is self-harm in my book, straight up, that it's self-harm. When you're sitting there talking down to yourself and beating yourself up, that is a form of self-harm because you are intentionally going out of your way to bring yourself down, um, to, to make yourself hurt. So that 100% counts for me. Um, staying around people that are mentally abusive. Now, this is not in regards to situations that are very dangerous and hard for people to get out of because I understand that those situations exist and no light on that. Um, yeah. Anyway, not talking about that, but I'm talking about, um, you know, willingly staying with people who are treating you poorly, who are maybe even physically abusing you, but, um, but really are mentally abusive, like the last relationship I was in, um, that, that was a form of self-harm without me even realizing it. I would put myself down, but I allowed somebody else to put me down in order to just make me feel lesser than. Um, another one would be food. Um, you know, excessively eating food or trying to control um, the way you behave um, with food. That That is self-harm in my book. Um, you can really, I don't have personal experience with it. Well, except for, you know, sugar and trying to alter my moods with sugar, um, and alcohol and things like that. But you, you can force that stuff upon yourself, um, in so many ways. So that counts. And the last one for me to point out is exercise. Exercise is a huge form of self-harm that people, do not necessarily realize. Like I said, I would punch my punching bag as a form, like my, like I was given a punching bag to release my anger, my aggression, my frustration. And I was actually using it as a form of self-harm because I would punch it so much. Um, and I would do like a swiping punch to where it would just rub all the skin off my knuckles and make me bleed. Even if I wrapped my hands, I would go at it until my knuckles bled. Um, and people that like overdo exercise, it ends up being a form of punishment for yourself, which is something we will we will go into. Actually, let's go ahead and go into it. Um, and that's understanding your root for self-harm because there are different reasons that people would self-harm. Um, some like some are so needing to feel is one. Um, to have control over something because I, when you're dealing with the bad, when you're dealing with bipolar anxiety or depression, um, you, you feel helpless, you feel out of control. And so you being able to hurt yourself is 
is totally a form of control that you can get behind. Um, and especially you pair that with like needing to feel something. Um, yeah, you're, I mean, you're getting to control that. Um, and then the other one would be punishing yourself, which is what I used to do a lot. And what you see people fall into, um, with punishing yourself is, is that it's a, it's such a vicious cycle, um, because you might feel, um, depressed, right? Let's just go with depression. You might be feeling depressed. And so you're like, oh, why can't you get out of this? Why can't you be better than this? Um, why are you stuck in this? Why are you crying all the time? And so you then self-harm as a form of punishment. Um, and then you feel this, this overwhelming guilt and frustration. Cause you're like, great, like good job. Like you just freaking tore your skin open or whatever. You just self-harmed like how weak are you that that's what you have to do and then you go back to that like negative mindset and then you self-harm again it's a really sucky vicious cycle um, because you feel like you have to punish yourself for having done something bad so the key to moving forward really is understanding your route for self-harm because that is that is most likely going to alter um, the type of alternative that you use um, somebody that needs to feel could do other things in order to feel. I heard somebody say, like, instead of cutting, they would, like, wash their arms, um, which that can be a little nerve-wracking because you don't, like, somebody said that they would end up scrubbing their arms too hard, um, but eventually it eased off. So, you have to understand kind of like, are you, are you trying to feel, are you trying to have control over something or are you trying to punish yourself? Because that will really determine what alternative may work best for you. Um, and also how to, you know, reframe the way you think, especially when it comes to that moment where you want to self-harm. Um, and then the other thing as with everything that I talk about, you have to make a choice and you hear me say this all the time. You have to make a choice to say, all right, I am going to make a valiant effort to not self-harm anymore. Like you have to make that decision because if you go, oh, well, I'd like to not self-harm, but I still really enjoy it. And so you're not going to make progress with it straight up. I'm be honest with you. You are not going to make progress with it if that is the mentality you come at it with. Like you need to make a choice that you want to be better than self-harm. You want to enforce those alternatives and you want to move past that phase of your life. That is a decision you need to make. And if you if you don't, then I wish you the best. It's going to be hard for a bit until you can make that decision. Um, so here are some alternatives I'm going to give you. Once you um, recognize your route for self-harm and I highly encourage get creative because once you recognize that root, you can then ask yourself like, okay, how are, what are some other things? And do this obviously not when you're in that moment, but when you're out of it. Um, But ask yourself, you know, what are some other ways I can choose to generate feeling, like actually have that sensation without hurting myself? How can I, um, what is something I could have control over? Like maybe, I don't know, a I don't, I'm not even going to right now, but like you can ask yourself, what are some things you could have control over something on a small scale that could help replace that? And when it comes to punishing yourself, 
here's the thing with that one you're gonna have to let that go you do not need to be punished you need to be nurtured okay you're feeling poorly you're thinking poorly you need to give yourself love I mean, as with any of these, but with the punishing especially, you do not need to be punished for the way you've been feeling and the fact that that is just a habit your body enacts, okay? You don't need to punish yourself for that. You need to show yourself love in those instances, big time, okay? Because that is what's lacking. So in that situation, I would switch like from the mentality of like, you're so worthless, This is what you deserve being like, no, I deserve love and I can give that love to myself. So that is a that is a bigger shift to make, I think, because it's not a matter of just a redirect, but you you have to switch your mentality behind it. You have to switch thinking that you deserve to be punished to you deserve to be shown love and you can you can do that for yourself. So here are some of the alternatives. So first one, self-love, like I just said. Um, And this comes in so many different forms, especially depending on, you know, what you, what you want, what, like, what hmm, words, what kind of things evoke love in you? Like, and not to encourage like bin shopping or anything, but is it buying yourself like a little something nice? Is it, um, and like with anything, moderation, do not take anything to an extreme, please. But maybe in those moments, you need to go take a hot shower and wash your hair and like appreciate like just having like a warm shower, a clean body, um, things like that. So self-love could look like stretching, could look like listening to an like your favorite uplifting song, could be... It could be so many things, but self-love is huge. And that's actually why I encouraged the book at the beginning of the episode, Back to Happy, because I talk all about self-love in there. So there's a whole chapter dedicated to self-love if you want to like really expand on ideas on what that could look like. Um, I dive deep into it there. Um, another alternative is pen and paper. This one is really for like this sounds so weird, but if you do like the self-mutilating, if you are trying to like carve into something, not necessarily to hurt it, but just to like kind of like let that feeling out, that like frustration, if you're trying to let that out legit, like some people journal, sure, journal your feelings if that would work for you, um, or even like journal a conversation with yourself on, you know, why you want to self-harm and why you shouldn't self-harm. Um, but if you just take a pen to paper and no joke, just push that pen down into that paper and just scratch away at that paper. Like, scribble on it. Like, just let it be therapeutic and just release that onto paper with a pen rather than onto your own body. Because I had a, a really hard time with letting that frustration and that anger out in a constructive way. Um, and I was given the horrible advice. And this is this wasn't horrible advice, I guess, but... Nope, I'm going to take it back. It wasn't great advice. I had a therapist tell me, um, because I was, you know, I was scratching away at my wrists. I was mutilating my wrists. And she was like, oh, wear a ponytail on your wrist. And whenever you feel the need to self-harm, she's like, snap it on your wrist. Here's the problem with that. You are still enacting pain. You're still, um, 
allowing yourself to self-harm on a minimal level and that I disagree with wholeheartedly and I I talk about this when it comes to reaching goals like say you have a diet or something um I'm not all about cheat days I'm not about that life because you're basically rewarding yourself with something of the same caliber as what you're trying to get rid of did that even make sense but you are rewarding yourself with a thing you are trying to get rid of that that is going to set you up for failure 100% every time. And so what I would do is I would start doing those little snaps and then I would just get like frustrated and I would just pull that ponytail out as far as I could and snap it. Y'all, I had welts going from my wrist to my inner elbow. Like my arm was just full up swollen. So that would be my number one suggestion is do not use a milder form of self-harm to get rid of self-harm. Makes no sense. Don't do that. Um, another alternative is deep breathing. If you have never listened to a meditation or a hypnosis session, I encourage you start because I love both. Um, and they help train you to get into this calmer state of being and learn how to deep breathe in a really constructive way. Um, but because sometimes when you're in that moment, you could be really upset. You could be crying. You could be hyperventilating. It's, I get it. It's hard to deep breathe. My, my mama, bless her heart, used to, whenever I was having problems, she'd be like, just breathe. And I'd be like, <laughs> can't breathe. And I never understood the benefits of deep breathing. And I think maybe if somebody had explained it to me, I might have actually taken that, that course of action. But just listen, listen to me right now. I'm not kidding. Do it with me right now. One, two, three. Deep breathing gives you energy, calms your mind, and focuses you. It is so crucial to getting better to be able to control that breathing, okay? That is an internal control that you can manage, all right? And it may not go that slow at first, especially if you're upset, like I said, but heck, that can be another alternative. I encourage you, if you feel like self-harming, nobody ever told me this. Man, wish somebody had. If you ever feel like self-harming, go on YouTube, search meditation. There are tons out there for free. You don't need to pay for it. You don't need some fancy app. I don't care. Find meditation or hypnosis. Do it right then and there. Okay? If you can, obviously, like, you need to be in a safe space. (laughs) But do that. Because that is going to slow you down and stop you from focusing so hard and honing in on your one goal, which is to hurt yourself. Okay? And the last alternative I'm going to give you is asking yourself in that moment when you feel like self-harming, how can I be constructive instead of destructive? There's a one question I want you to ask yourself every single time. Because your answer should not fail you. How can I be constructive instead of destructive? Maybe that looks like getting up and washing the dishes. Maybe that looks like making your bed. Maybe that looks like phoning a friend. Maybe it looks like watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. (laughs) I don't know. But there are other ways to be constructive with your time 
rather than spending that moment tearing your body apart. There's so many better things you could be doing with your time. Okay? So I hope This was a really helpful episode for you. I know it's a touchy topic, but for those of you that listen and do struggle with self-harm, dude, I hope this is valuable because more people need to talk about it and talk about how to get through it. Um, Yeah, I look at at my scars every day and I'm like, girl, you've come so far. Good job. (laughs) And you're going to get there too. So do me a favor. This is a touchy one. I encourage you though, okay? Because I know, I know that I ask at the end of the episode, take a screenshot of the podcast, share it on Instagram stories, tag me at the real Simply Ollie, and share your favorite little nugget of wisdom. And I know that that can feel difficult because you could feel like you're outing yourself. Like I'm listening to a podcast on how to break this habit of self-harm. What does that say about me? I get that. But it's okay for people to know that. It's okay for people to know that you're struggling and... You never know who might reach out and go, hey, do you need help? Do you need support? Because I'm here for you. So don't be ashamed of it. You know, I, so I encourage you, if you really share, share this episode, okay? Because if somebody like doesn't want to be a friend with you because of this, buddy, they don't deserve you. They don't deserve you. Anyway, so Yes. Share the, share the episode and don't forget, if you're interested, check out my book, Back to Happy. Um, I love it to pieces because I'm partially biased and I wrote it, but I've heard from other people. It's really good. So trust them. (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for listening. I love you so much. As always, you keep staying simply awesome. I'll keep staying simply Ollie and I'll chat with you on the next pod. Bye.